0: Please do take a seat there, make yourselves comfortable. Children, it's good to have you with us today. We're going to spend a few moments together as a whole church family, and there are some videos, uh, some ways to participate as well, so do be looking out for those. By way of tribute to Our late Majesty the Queen, I thought it would be good to spend some time actually hearing her own words, her own words of encouragement to us. Because one of the ways that we've all become so familiar with the Queen, of course, is through her Christmas speeches, and so I have three, three brief extracts from those speeches, and um, some of the most distinctly Christian things that the Queen has said, I've found those so that in this moment, in quite a sad moment for us as a nation, we might find things to encourage us, to encourage faith. For us, or perhaps to prompt new or renewed faith for us this morning. So here's number one. This is the Queen in 2002. I'm not going to say anything about this one. Let's just go ahead and roll the first tape.
1: I know just how much I rely on my own faith to guide me through the good times and the bad. Each day is a new beginning. I know that the only way to live my life is to try to do what is right, to take the long view, to give of my best in all that the day brings and to put my trust in God. Like others of you who draw inspiration from your own faith, I draw strength from the message of hope in the Christian gospel.
0: don't know if you caught that i'm going to pick up on some of the words in just a moment but it's been said many times over the last few days hasn't it what a remarkable person the queen was of exceptional character someone you could sincerely respect and look up to someone who hasn't really put a foot wrong not seriously wrong in a 70 year reign well here's a little bit of a window into the queen's wisdom she gives it to us here in that little excerpt She says four things. She says, every day is a new beginning, so I. She does four things. Have a listen to this, children. She says, I do what is right. I take the long view. I give of my best. And I trust in God. Four things. Two of those are things she does. And two of those are things she believes She says, I do what is right, and I give of my best. That's what she's going to do with the new day in front of her. Because, she says, I'm taking the long view, and I'm trusting in God. That's the ground underneath it. Can you see that? So the thing she's believing, I can take the long view I can trust in a faithful God who has the long view in mind, who will make things good, who will renew all things, who will be faithful and constant. And because of that, because I'm taking that long view and I'm trusting in the Lord, I can wake up on this brand new day and do what is right. And do my best, is what she says. Now, you can't decouple those, for very long. If you've ever seen a cartoon character running off a cliff, children, have you seen that one? They go running off a cliff, and then for a brief moment in the cartoon, they can sort of keep going, can't they? But sooner or later, the ground is gone beneath them. For a 70-year reign for the queen, in order to maintain the remarkable character on which she was so well known, she had good ground. She trusted in the Lord And she was able to take a long view, and that empowered her to get up that day and do what is right, and to do her best. So that's the first little clip. Uh, Let's have a look at the second one. Now, this one's from 2014, and children, I want you to listen out for the word hands. Um, Whose hands is it in the clip, and uh, what is she saying about those hands? Here we go, this is 2014.
1: For me, the life of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, whose birth we celebrate today, is an inspiration and an anchor in my life. A role model of reconciliation and forgiveness, he stretched out his hands in love, acceptance, and healing. Christ's example has taught me to seek to respect and value all people of whatever faith or none.
0: so taking the long view trusting in god that energized the queen to do what is right but even in the life of a monarch with privilege and esteem and you know buckingham palace and lots of places to go all around the world things go wrong don't they and things have been hard for the queen on occasion people hurt you you know even people very close to you can hurt you and let you down and when the stakes are so very very high for royalty, and the public is watching, and the camera's are rolling. How do you handle that? In this little extract, the Queen gave us um, what it is that is her inspiration and her anchor. Did you hear that? Um, you may not have heard a phrase that she used there. It was the one about his hands, the Lord's hands. But it's a very biblical phrase, that. Now, the Queen knows her Bible. I know she knows her Bible because she reads it regularly. And I want to just tell you what is behind actually quite a deep and well-used biblical phrase. When you read in the Bible, he stretched out his hands. It's usually used when the Lord is at work in judgment when he's coming against a people. Let me give you some examples. This is Exodus 7, verse 5. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. Judgment. Isaiah 5. On this account, the anger of the Lord has burned against his people and he has stretched out his hand against them and struck them down. Or Jeremiah, just one more. Their houses shall be turned over to others, their fields and their wives together, for I will stretch out my hand against the inhabitants of the land, declares the Lord. Now, knowing that adds a a layer to what the Queen said there. So think of the Lord Jesus. He is the sovereign Lord, the Lord to whom the Queen herself bows, He has power, authority, and every reason to stretch out his hands in judgment upon his enemies. But actually, the point the Queen makes is that he comes to us and stretches out his hand upon a cross. And so is able to offer the world, as the Queen says, love, and acceptance and healing now that is a very profound thing for the queen to include and it was very carefully put very well put in her speech a few years ago now but she learnt something she sees something in the person of Jesus there though it cost him a great deal though he could have carried out judgment he withheld and made peace and again it's been said many times how many how often could the queen have spoken a piece of her mind could she have delivered a judgment justice but her preference always wasn't it was peace she may have desired to use her power and judgment and justice but nonetheless she pursued Jesus the prince of peace is what she called him there a wonderful example here's number 3 finally this was the this is the third this is the very very best one for me uh, it comes from 2011 now you think just for a moment who it is who's speaking the queen of england and all the commonwealth And just take it in, what she says here. It's absolutely stunning. This is from 2011.
1: Although we are capable of great acts of kindness, history teaches us that we sometimes need saving from ourselves, from our recklessness or our greed. God sent into the world a unique person Neither a philosopher nor a general, important though they are, but a saviour with the power to forgive. Forgiveness lies at the heart of the Christian faith. It can heal broken families. It can restore friendships. And it can reconcile divided communities.
0: Isn't that amazing? First of all, that the Queen can acknowledge in a statement as public as the Christmas speech that she, along with everyone else, needs to be saved from herself and her own inclinations towards recklessness and greed. Those are heavy words, really heavy words to use. Very humble that she should speak like that and include herself in the need. And it's the fact that the Queen acknowledges that God sent a saviour to forgive because that is what we need. Now you'd think, children, you'd think, wouldn't you, that what the Queen really needs is generals. You know, she's going to be facing threats. She speaks every week to the Prime Minister of England, Great Britain, and they would be discussing what are the latest threats. Now she could do with really wise counsel from good honest generals doesn't she need that you would think that she would eagerly want brilliant philosophers great minds when it comes to delivering sound well considered well thought through ideas for the benefit of her subjects for the country in which she's serving but in fact what she says she needs as important as those things are she says that is a saviour who can deliver her from herself is what she says she rightly delivers the line forgiveness lies at the heart of the Christian faith it's the centrality of God's forgiveness at the center of the gospel from our own wrongdoing that is so free and boundless That it gives us reason, as the Queen says, to be forgiving towards others in our families, though it is hard. Friendships, though it is hard. And in our communities, though it is hard. And so we come in a moment to the table of God's forgiveness right here. We'll be sharing bread and wine together. And it's an opportunity for us all to think once again of the deep and wonderful, powerful forgiveness at the heart of all this. It gave the Queen cause to worship. Let me tell you one little story as we finish. There's one I heard just the other day. One of the bishops, the... um, former Bishop of Durham who met with the Queen at Westminster Abbey some time ago when he was there and the way they did communion is roughly like the way we do communion in that people come forward, they stand, they receive, they take bread and wine together. The Queen was concerned. She went up to him afterwards. She said, why are we doing communion like that? Why aren't we kneeling? Was what she asked that Bishop. She said, I like to kneel. The Queen wanted had reason to kneel at the feet of the lord jesus in receiving him his forgiveness his saving power so don't let it stop us if i know we can't kneel we'll be standing to receive in a moment but in our hearts or you might want to take the opportunity across the side there maybe in the side chapel to kneel you can use that space in a moment Find a spot, kneel before the Lord and say, Lord, you know, it's been a while. That may be the case for some of us. It's been a while. But this has prompted me. And I want to come before you and say again, I love you and I worship you. I need your saving help and forgiving power. Mary's going to come up. Uh, lead us in a song as we prepare for communion. Thank you, Mary. Um, But let's pray together as the, the band come up. Lord God, it is a sad moment. It is a difficult testing moment for us as we think about all that has happened. Never really expected this to happen, though of course it would. And so we do commend our late Queen into your loving hands. And in all that we saw in her, in all that she spoke, and in all that she did, and in who she was as a servant first of you, Lord Jesus, we pray that uh, the lasting legacy of the Queen might inspire and move us toward the same Lord Jesus we pray in his precious name. Amen.